<clears throat> Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. I see. <laughs> oh, I got it. Mm. You know what this reminds me of? What? Um, shave ice in Hawaii. Have you ever been? No, never. Humble brag. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I didn't mean to. Have you been to Hawaii? <laughs> Fucking peasant. <laughs> um, no, it's just because it's so different than like, I thought it was just snow cones, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but it's so good. What is it? It's just shave ice, but it's like not like snow cone ice. You know, snow cone ice. I feel yeah. like it's more like QB. Yeah. This is just like, it's like, so, I don't know. It's like the cotton candy version of ice. You've never sounded more like high horse. It was so, oh, so, sorry. What do you mean? Just like, it, it, you know, uh, oh, uh, yeah. it's a QB. <laughs> <laughs> I take my sweets and treats very seriously. Yeah, I think we get that. Are we recording now? Yes. Yeah, we are. Okay. I official. told you. Yeah, I know. I just confirming. We've done so many audio tests. I don't know. Just That's fair. Um, welcome back, everyone, to the Pop Punk Power Hour. What episode is this? Number four? Uh, zero, one, two, three. Zero, one, two, three. Or did we do... I don't know. I don't know. I should have done my homework. We released the last couple out of order because we wanted to do the the blink and the when we were young news and stuff like that. And then the last one that we released, the MGK episode, was recorded like way before. So if things sounded a little out of ordinary or out of order, that's... Why? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're back on track here. Full the... swing of things, and thanks for keeping things under wraps while yeah, of course, I was gone. Yeah. Um, speaking of, you were just on vacation. Sure was. And some big uh, life news, yeah. life moment yes. happened. Do you want to talk about I that a little bit? Had a really good snow cone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, go on. <laughs> I proposed, and now I have a fiance. Wow, we're engaged. It's really weird to say out loud, <laughs> but um, she actually said that I should. We should put this on Apple Podcasts, which I'm trying to do. Yeah, she's like, I haven't listened to one yet because it's all Ven. I know it's embarrassing. Ven. <laughs> but whenever you listen to this, I love you very much. <laughs> Is it so it's weird to say out loud fiance? Yeah, it's just girlfriend? like we said it to each other. We're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's I, cool. I that's wonder, cool. Uh, like, the next time that, like, Ven goes and meets somebody that, that she's never met right. before, that when you have to introduce, be like, hey, this is my get, uh, fiance. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that situation is. my good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, this is my good friend. This is my buddy here. This is my good pal, little buddy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Thank you very much. And thank you for everybody who sent your congratulations and everything. It was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of different places that I could have done it. And she said that she would have expected it. Like she said, I kind of expected a little something. Yeah. But all of her actions said the complete opposite (laughs) because like I wanted to go to these super scenic places. I had this like sunrise walk thing that I wanted to do. But yeah, she's like, I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. in the morning. Fair. Fair. And then (laughs) um, she's also like. I just want to sit at the beach the whole time. I don't want to do anything. I was like, no, we have to do these things. We have to do these things. So, so uh, the place where I ended up doing it was a place called the Black Sand Beach. And like, it was so cool. Yeah. Was, oh, I think I saw that on your Instagram. Like, yeah. The sand was actually black. It was actually black. <laughs> Super sweet. Um, so there's some rocks up there that had like a really nice view. So 
Mm-hmm. That was that. And you can check my Instagram if you want to see the the photos. Very cool. Yeah. I think uh, maybe I saw it on like Ven's Instagram or, or something, or maybe you might have shared something. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing from your Instagram, <clears throat> like the picture of you two is like your faces are kind of like dark. Like I can't really see your expressions that much. Oh, so, it's like the silhouette photo of the sunset, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I maybe I saw it on Ven's Instagram or something or, mm. or Ven's Instagram via the Pop Punk Power Hour Instagram or something because I'm not sure if we follow each other yet. But We should. Yeah, I know we should. I'll do it after the show. Um, but I was able to actually see like the picture of the actual act of you on down on one right yeah 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 and like i love seeing the reaction like i could your goofy smile and then her like surprise reaction is so like i was so happy when i when i opened up my phone there's a video that i can i can show it to you after but there was like a couple people who watched it yeah and they're like i watched it at work and i cried (laughs) it's like it's nice it's nice i didn't can I just say, uh, not not necessarily to change the topic, but mm-hmm. I just need to say, like, I don't know if this is something new in my... Uh, oh, actually, sidetrack before I follow up or before I get into that. Okay. I've noticed in the last bunch of recordings, I say the word like way too much, and mm. it's driving me crazy. I think it's when I start talking really fast, so... I don't know if there's something we can invest in, but, like, I need you to, like, electrocute me oh. when I say like to, to stop me. Okay. Because sure. it's driving me. Do you have something? No. Oh, you said you're like on so board, excited. like you have something in your pocket. So excited for it. No, I, I totally get that. And that was something that I had to do, like, because I do public speaking. I still catch myself doing it. The words, like there's the stuttering words. Yeah. I try to stay away from um as much as I can. Yeah. That's the worst one. But there's also so like, I say again and again this, <laughs> even though it's a completely brand new subject that I'm talking about. Yeah. It's bad. Everybody has those like crutch words, um, especially like me being like having gone through like broadcasting school and I do a lot of stuff in media and, and stuff. Um, y- you really you start to notice it when you have to mm. listen to yourself with headphones on yep. as often as you do and as yep. often as I do. You notice it a ton. And even right now, I'm fighting back having to say like. Like, I'm noticing it. But this is good. This is how I get out of it. It's how we get better. Yeah. Um, What I was going to say before, though, Mm -hmm. when you you mentioned uh, people watching the video of you proposing at work and crying, I don't (laughs) don't know if this is something that's just I'm in this stage of my adulthood, but Uh I've been getting super emotional lately. I was listening to, like, re-listening to, I think I just said like again, re-listening to an oral history of The Office, which is that podcast that I've told you about. Right. Brian Baumgartner yeah. voices it. And as it gets towards the end of the series, when they're talking about the Michael leaving episode and mm-hmm. just the finale of the series as a whole, I'm like at work listening to this, driving yeah. to different locations, and I'm like biting my lip trying to stop myself from like tearing up. And it's nice. just, I'm watching these videos or like TikToks and they're just pulling on my heartstrings. And it's, <laughs> I don't know, like, is this just what happens as you get older? I like, I, I don't know. It fluctuates. Cause right now I'm just a, a emotional robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it just fluctuates. Oh my God. Um, really quick. I did promise my buddy Darian that I would read his messages because he said, cause he listens and oh. he's like, he's like, he messaged both of us on Instagram. He's like, I'm so happy for you guys. I love you guys. He's also in Mexico at the time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you guys are perfect for each other. I'm also drunk as fuck, but I fucking <laughs> love you guys. I'm so happy. <laughs> and then he's like, you better mention this on the, the pop punk podcast. And I was like, I'll read this word for word. There you go. So we also sent a video that I actually haven't opened yet. Okay. So I want to quickly uh, open it on the podcast. Yeah, I want to open it and see wow. if, if it's good. Maybe I'll 
play it here. Maybe we can both see. Okay, it's literally just it's, it's just, just his face. Just That's his so face. disappointing. Just repeating. I don't That's know. So I don't know, Darian, <laughs> if you meant to send this. <laughs> it's oh my just god! His face just repeating. That's oh my so god. great. This is some incentive to go and watch the video version of the pod. Instead yeah. Of, instead of just listening to the audio only version, because you got to oh, see that. That's that was so incredible. funny. Thank you for that gift, Darian. Um, I wanted to rant about one thing quickly before we start getting into more like podcasty related things. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I just said like. Son Stop of a calling yourself out on it. That's the worst thing you can do. Uh, too. Okay, I gotta. I just gotta fight through it. Um, every uh, so I work at a radio station. Um, on on the weekends and and Friday and Thursday evenings, and because I don't want to pay for parking downtown, I park about a half an hour walk away. Oh. And then I walk the rest of the way because you I know where there's some free parking. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. I get there. Over. So healthy. Thank you. <laughs> um. This isn't as much of an issue in the early stages of the walk because I have to walk across like the Georgia Viaduct and stuff and then mm. I get into the downtown core of, of Vancouver. That's when the problem arises. People in Vancouver need to learn how to walk in crowds because the mm. amount of people that if you're on a sidewalk, mm-hmm. don't walk in the middle of the sidewalk. If you drive, are you going to drive down the middle of the road? No, you're going to go to the right yeah right there's the fast lane yeah. there's the passing lane there's the there's and the naturally that idea should adopt into the sidewalk correct the amount of people that a just walk right down the middle and then b well they also do it in crowds uh, uh, like they'll do it in yeah, lines of people yeah, yeah. but then b will just stop in the middle of their walking what are you doing oh like, that's the yeah that kills me is when people just are they'll just stop now i wish that this was New York because New York people, they don't give a shit, <laughs> but here we're just too polite. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I get every weekend when I'm walking there, um, like there, there's something new that happens. It happens every weekend where somebody I'll, I'll bump into somebody or I'll notice a group of people walking in an, an obnoxiously large group of people and they're taking up so much room and they're walking slow, but I never say anything other than, Oh, sorry. I'm just going to, What's that Canadian phrase? I'm just going to sneak past. I'm just going to scooch by you there. I'm just going to get you past me real I'm quick. Gonna, Sorry. I'm just going to sneak by you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been every weekend it happens. And I think to myself, I need to text Colton about this to, that we need to talk about on the podcast because mm-hmm. I need to get this out of my system. I have to walk there later tonight. Yep. I'll probably text you tonight on my walk. Okay. Like, yep. Just bumped into someone. Just They just stopped. So I dare you. I, am. I dare you next time. Call him out. Uh, I have a friend that does that. Call him out. Yeah. I just, I don't have it in me. I don't know. <laughs> I have my headphones on. I'm tunnel vision. just trying to get to work. Maybe like, maybe if enough bad things happen in a day, yeah. I've just had enough. Maybe I'll get, maybe. You but. should turn into a Grand Theft Auto NPC. And just, <laughs> every time you walk into somebody. Just start fighting them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Just instantly crazy. the first bump. Just. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Um. Okay, so moving on here, I mentioned this to you off air about mm. a story regarding my brother Dom. Okay. A phone call that I got from him that I nice. need to tell you about. Okay. So, uh, Dom, I know you're going to be listening to this. So, uh, this is this is going to be fun for you to listen to while you're while you're walking Peach. That's his dog, his little baby Corgi. Um, adorable. Yeah, very adorable. Very very uh, very good girl. So, Dom called me. I don't think it was last week. It might have been the week before. I don't know. It was a couple days after our last episode, the MGK episode, got released. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I just assumed Dom was walking the dog when he was listening, but he called me <coughs> in like, a, it sounded like he was in a panic. Like I thought oh. there was something wrong. Right. And he goes on to tell me that, I mean, A, he's taking notes while he's listening to the podcast. Is he really? Which is great. That's like, awesome. I love that. Thank I, if, you. If, if people want to take notes and they want to, like, give us shit for stuff or they want to just, like, talk about things oh, that yeah. we've talked about, like, hit I us, love that. Hit us up in the Discord for that. Absolutely. The Discord has been popping off. We got, like, five or six people mm-hmm. in there now or something like that. And it's a fun time. Join the Discord. Yeah, please. We'll talk more about that later. But Dom goes on to tell me that he uh, thinks that we... Are being I, I'm I'm misphrasing this like I'm paraphrasing a little okay. bit, but he he essentially disagrees with how we were going in on MGK because his point was we didn't bring up the fact that MGK was messing around with uh, the guys and sleeping with sirens before he actually got into the pop punk. So it's not like mm. he just which he just fair enough. Fair enough. It's yeah. not like he just out of nowhere came uh, into and just decided to. No, he had been hanging around with Travis and gone to yeah. other Warp Tour shows. Kellen Quinn, sure. the rest of the guys in Sleeping with Sirens, and he's actually on a Sleeping with Sirens song. Mm-hmm. Um, but my point back to Dom there was, yeah, but he, on the song that he's on, he's rapping. Like he's not. Mm, he's not in. Right. He's not as pop punk artist MGK when he's featured on the song there. Yeah. Um, but he's still getting his feet wet into the <clears throat> for sure, yeah. into the genre and everything. The other point that Dom had was, and I think I sort of dis- disproved this like immediately after the phone call, and I texted it to him and destroyed stuff. him with facts and logic. He told me that um, the beef with Eminem uh-huh. was a publicity stunt and a like preview to pump up a lot of alliteration there um, to pump up his upcoming pop punk album. Sure. Which I, when Dom told me that, I was like, I don't think so. Because I remember that Eminem beef happening, happening before I even moved to the island yeah, for that one year. Right. Which was uh, leading into the pandemic. Yeah, year. that happened before the, yeah. his. And then the, uh, the tickets to my downfall album came out while I was in school at Van Arts. Mm, so mm-hmm. to me, that timeline didn't really line up. And Dom was like, ah, I'm pretty sure it does. Like, look yeah. it up. So I looked it up afterwards. And maybe, maybe you could say that that beef with Eminem was promotion for his next like rap album. Yeah. Which I, I mm-hmm. think there was a rap album afterward, after that beef. Yeah. But to say that was promotion for, for the Tickets to My album? Downfall, the, the pop punk era, I, I think is incorrect. So Dom, I will accept my apology um, written or, you know, <laughs> however you want. Uh, just anytime. Yeah. You know. I just don't know anybody that would intentionally just like clown on themselves to yeah. promote. Yeah. I understand stuff. I understand a lot of, you know, like people do do crazy things that turn out to be a pl- a publicity stunt or yeah. a promotional thing. My you, my most recent like memory is do you know that do you remember that girl Gabby Hanna from Vine? Oh, that was I I know exactly what you're talking about. That yeah. was weird. She Super like weird. faked having a mental illness. And then it turned out she had new music coming out. Yeah. Right? So it's like everybody is now talking about this girl. I feel like she just does. Yeah. Have one cuz like and and similar to that, like you know that like Kanye will always pull some shit before a new yep. album comes up. One hundred percent. So it's not far fetched to have that idea. Yeah, it's a all. legitimate tactic that lots of people use. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it necessarily necessarily corresponds with MGK going into tickets to my downfall. If if you want to say that there it's promotion mm-hmm. for the rap. Excuse me, I'm burping. I just had a smoothie. The the rap album that was coming out after that beef. I have, I have a lot more time for that, mm-hmm. but 
the pop punk stuff, I I just don't really think it. I don't really think it correlates. I just don't think he's smart enough. Dom or MGK? MGK. <laughs> MGK. Not Dom. Got him. Absolutely got him. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else on that or do you want to move on? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, I want to continue this trend or this. Uh, I don't think we, maybe we asked it on the previous episode. Again, mm-hmm. we released them out of order. So I don't totally remember if we did or not. But I like this idea of asking like, what are you listening to right now? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be pop punk. Um, yeah. Because that, that was one of the things that like, for me, listening to, to pop punk music isn't, mm. it's not my sole genre. It's not the only thing that I listen to. For sure. And there are times where I just need to take a break. 100%. From it. Yeah. Um, so, so within the last couple of weeks, it's definitely been a little bit more of a break. Yeah. Um, so I'm just looking at some of my like recently played right now. Uh, I've been listening to actually re listening to Brockhampton, the Saturation trilogy. Yeah. Uh, they are releasing a new song and album. I think in a couple weeks they released a new song which i i really like it's a lot of like 90s rap influences mm-hmm. to it so it's good um <clears throat> but then i put on the saturation trilogy and it's like oh this is just way better than anything <laughs> after they left the mirror also i listened to drake and 21's new album yeah trap album okay. it's not bad um i also just been listening to a lot of kind of like stoner music give, give me an example um sticky fingers okay how to fly okay oh, so good so good <laughs> just some good good tunes to listen to while you are just absolutely ripped love that i have a playlist oh very oh i think you've shown me the yeah. playlist before yeah Be- people should follow you on spotify i know you've promoted that before <clears throat> but you yeah like- please i i like creating fun album or fun playlists um what every year which kind of sucks with spotify because <clears throat> I make a playlist of all the songs that I really like, and I just call it one-offs. Mm-hmm. Just here's my one-offs for 2020. Yeah. My 2021 one was 2021 offs. Damn. Yeah, right? Pretty good. <laughs> um, so I'll just add like a bunch of songs that I hear either in Discover Weekly or whatever, and I'll just create a playlist for that. So mm-hmm. the problem is, though, when Spotify sends you the wrapped, Spotify wrapped at the yeah. end of the year, you get a playlist of your top songs. Yeah. And it's just all the same <laughs> songs that I've already created. So kind of sucks, but before I go into what I've been listening to, um, do you have an idea? Do you have like a prediction of what your most played song is going to be for the for the rap playlist? That is a good question because I'm pretty sure I know what mine is for the for wait for for the this for this oh, past rapped, year. Right, yeah. right, right. I thought you meant like rap. No, um, <laughs> that's a good question. Actually, I don't know. There's actually a way you can check online. Oh, yeah, like using Spotify's API to figure it out. Okay. But uh, putting being put on the spot that is tough i would probably say either bad habit by steve lacy mm-hmm. or frank ocean song mm-hmm. a song by him <laughs> or greta van fleet okay <clears throat> i've been listening to a lot of them lately Very cool. i love his voice i okay. just wish i could sing like that yeah but yeah i'm pretty sure my most i'm i'm fairly certain my most played song of this past year is going to be happier than ever by billy eilish Nice. I love that song. Good album. Yeah. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So like what I've been listening to, um, been listening a lot of like, I'm going to name some individual songs mm-hmm. rather than, than sure. bands. Cause I've been, my discovery weekly playlist has been just awful for the past like six months. It fluctuates so much. Yeah. But lately it's been like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I went, I, when I first started using it, I went from like, I was getting like six new songs that I would download yeah. every, every week. 
And then in the last six months, probably to a year, six to 12 months or whatever, mm-hmm. it's been awful. Like, yeah. not good. The last couple of weeks have been okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the songs uh, called Oxycontin by Mikey Ferrari. Really okay. good. Kind of a, it's like, I, I would say it teeters a little bit on country, but it's more mm. so like folky, acoustic. Uh, I really like it. I, I was I was kind of unsure about it the first time I heard it. I wasn't really sure about how, how it was written, but but I've come to really like it. I listened to it a bunch yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Absent by Rarity featuring uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name. It was well, Derek from uh, State Champs. Oh, okay, uh, cool. I just he has a very Italian last name, and uh, I don't want to. I'm gonna butcher it if I try to say it. Aren't you uh, not? D are you, D Shiano Italian? I am, but they're tricky last names. Dishiano is what I'm gonna say. You just you just throw in one of these, right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then also, I mean, I've been listening to Hot Mulligan still. I haven't mm. stopped listening to them. Uh, I I sent a friend of mine. I sent her this song called SPS by mm-hmm. Hot Mulligan, and I swear to God, you should listen to it after this because if I told you that this was a plus forty four song, oh, minus the vocals, yeah, yeah. you'd be like. Yeah. This is a plus 44 song. Cool. Um, and then the last song I'll shout out is a cover of Driver Li- Driver's License. Uh, originally oh, the sweet. Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is covered by Ricky Jab. Um, yeah, it, uh, this uh, female <coughs> vocalist. And then she's got a band behind her and stuff. But really good, really cool cover. A pop punk cover of the song. But I, I'm into it a lot. Nice. One, al- one artist that I really like on TikTok, his name is Spilly Cave. Okay. <laughs> so cool. It's just such like good, like chill funk music like bedroom yeah. kind of like bedroom pop but not really yeah um but it's so cool because like he's just got such this unique editing style yeah and it'll show up on my for you page and he's like hey you've hit a save point and then it'll just like play some like funky beats and it's just, like, so great <laughs> that's so cool but he came out with a new album and i, I really like it yeah so, very cool good. that's very- it that's kind of what i've been up to and listening to cool um and then one last thing that i want to shout out before we get going into uh the bulk of this episode which is going to be uh side projects side project bands that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we get there quickly i mentioned i wanted to shout out another tiktok like we did on uh previous episodes Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure you've probably seen this guy before his account name is called dory he's a local guy Mm -hmm. um and he puts out a lot of these videos that are midwest emo sounding instrumental guitar parts mm-hmm. with uh like a vocal track i guess or like a monologue from like it'll be a, a simpsons monologue or like oh, a bojack okay. horseman oh where okay. like that like meme format this is important i want you to smile today but i don't feel like smiling well it doesn't matter how you feel inside you know it's what shows up on the surface that counts that's what my mother taught me Yeah, but yeah. it's really good. And you know what? I think um, I'm pretty sure he's a local guy. And B, I'm pretty sure he tours as their guitar player for Youth Fountain. Oh, because okay. I I remember seeing one of his TikToks, and he said it was like get ready for tour with me. And then uh, it was like uh, he was like showing like where they're eating and them on the road a little bit. And mm. then it was him standing in like in their merch section. Oh, okay. And it was like the the Youth Fountain album the yeah. vinyl was was there oh, on the okay. table so i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure yeah that he is like a traveling guitarist with them that's cool 
Yeah, very cool. That's cool. I I love that meme format <laughs> where it's just you duet a video of two people just arguing or just having a meltdown and you just play this like sick guitar lick from Midwest Emo. Oh, it's so funny because it works so well. Yeah, it works super good. And uh, the last thing on that as well is he has his own band called Year Over Year. So go check them out on uh, on Spotify. Nice. Yeah. So should we get into the bulk of the episode here? Let's do it. Yeah. So um, yeah, you go. You. Enjoy this it. was just a fun idea that we. I think we came up with like on a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um. But because there's so many different bands with so many different like other side projects and things that they do on the side, and mm-hmm. obviously the big ones that you know will come to mind are the ones started from from Blink and mm-hmm. where they went from there, and you know we can go into into those ones as well, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a lot of fun just kind of researching and like learning a couple things. And, yeah, you know, connecting some dots, which was which was cool, which I'll share for for mine. But for sure. Um, so we've got a couple that we've kind of so we did this separately, and then we're gonna come together. Yeah, but, and I, I want to ask you something because, um, and I don't I don't want this to affect our lists at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I didn't say this to you before, but I want to bring this up and I want to see if you have a different opinion than I do because, mm-hmm. uh, when we talk about side projects. We're talking about obviously bands and members of those bands that while they're still in these bands, they go and form something else to, right. to f- express themselves in a different way, whatever mm-hmm. reason that may be. I'm wondering if, I, well, I sort of don't think that bands like Plus 44 and Angels, Angels and, and Airwaves Airways. totally count yeah. because they were a product of Blink breaking up. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So totally. like Boxcar Racer... I think totally counts. Yes. Because that's something that, and we'll that get was, into that later, yeah. but that was formed, you know, while Blink was still mm-hmm. uh, a thriving band. Mm-hmm. And arguably, like, it's sort of, it's, I mean, it's Tom and Travis and Marcus featured on one of the yeah. songs anyway. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to know your opinion on that. If, <clears throat> if you think that those ba- bands like Plus 44 and Angels and Airwaves, if they count. I don't, I, so for this, I, I would like to include them. Totally, yeah. I don't think they are... They, side projects. They're not side projects. Yeah. No, they're full-fledged productions, full things that they've done separately or yeah. together. So, yeah, I'm totally fine with, with that. But I, in today, I have them <laughs> set out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, do you want to go first? you want to name your first band? <clears throat> um, let's see. And also, if you're able to, can you also, like, if you have a song by them that you like or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah do you want to name sure. one of those? For sure. Sure. So... I think I'm just gonna jump right into it then, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the biggest one was Green Days. Okay. Do you know how many side projects they have? I didn't even know they had one, dude. Tell me about it. So, okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask you to guess if you knew any side <laughs> projects, but I don't. So they have what I have here is one, two, three, four, five, six, and I technically have seven, which isn't super well known. Okay. Um, Green Day alone. Green has... Day alone, just different members from oh the band. God. So, um, they since 1991 they've had side projects going. That's wild. Yeah, while they were still like doing their main stuff. So one that came out the most i think it might be the most notable or the might the most popular one mm-hmm. of the side projects it's called the network okay so in 2003 yeah they released an album called money money 2020 which i think is such a good album name it's just so <laughs> cool um 
so this was comprised of <clears throat> uh, Billy Joe. Or, uh, actually, it's the it's the whole band. It's the whole band. <laughs> it's just Green Day. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's so funny. Um, so the the deal with like rumors that like who are these people? Because it's just like under a new name. Yeah. They came up with fake names. The so, band members came up yes. with fake names. So Billy Joe Armstrong was Fink. Okay. Um, Mike Durnt was Van Gogh. And Trey Cool was the Snoo. <laughs> um, and they also like held this ridiculous like press conference with masks and say that we are not Green Day at all. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, I hadn't seen or heard any actual songs by them until I played one of their most popular ones. Well, it's one of the popular ones from there. And the song's called Teenagers from Mars. Okay. And if I played it, I don't know, you might recognize it, but a lot of people would. Yeah. Because it's featured on a song in Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Okay. Did you ever play that game? I did. <clears throat> so if I played it, I guarantee you, you'd probably recognize it. Okay. And I didn't make that connection until I was searching this and I was like, Really? Oh, I know this song. Oh, right. I remember thinking that it sounds like Green Day. So it does sound like Green Day. Oh, it is. It's just Green Day. It's literally just it's Green just Day. It's just Green Day. Because Billy Joe Armstrong has a very distinct voice. Yes. Very unique and distinct voice. So that's the network. Now, their last <clears throat> uh, show was in 2005 when they opened for Green Day. No way. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. How does that? I would love to see, or t I would love to see footage of that, or talk to somebody that was at the show. Yeah. How does that? How does that period between bands happen? Do they just stay on? Well, and they then... they wore masks. They wore masks. Okay, so they so did they play? Go off. Go off, and, and then, then just come back. Green Day, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's incredible. Yeah. So so these bands that they have, they're like formed with. Um, either the main band or it's other people like in their circle, like roadshow guitarists, like yeah. one of the roadshow guitarists appears on a lot of them. And there was also like a road manager as well. Um, so the, the other one that they had was called Foxboro hot tubs. Um, <laughs> so they surfaced in 2007 from MySpace. Whoa. They created a MySpace page introducing themselves as the Foxborough hot tubs and they came out with a single called fuck time <laughs> yeah and this is still just green day yes okay yeah so funny enough the act that song that they came out with in 2007 actually appeared later in the green day's dose album no way yeah so it's the same song fuck time um same title and everything yep yep wow yeah so they Unlike the network, they revealed that they are the Foxborough hot tubs. And it was to <laughs> it was to an email to MTV News. And this is the quote that Billy Joe said. So because people were asking, like, this sounds like Green Day. Is this Green Day? Let's reach out to Green Day. Yeah. So Billy Joe re replies back saying, we think that the only similarity between the hot tubs and Green Day is that we're the same band. <laughs> <laughs> That is incredible. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, they've got, um, yeah, there hasn't been a lot from them, just like one single album release or EP release, but it's mm -hmm. still great. So the long shot, a recent one actually formed in 2018. 
Wow. Yeah. So wait, what that one's <clears throat> called? The Long Shot? Yeah, The Long Shot. So Billy Joe formed this with uh, one of the touring guitarists. Okay. Um, as well as some other band members. Um, but they released a self-titled EP called uh, Love is for Losers. Okay. And they also announced like that they were going to tour, which is cool. Um, so because it's so recent, people were like, was Green Day going to break up? Like, is this like, because he's touring with another band. Is that it? Is Green Day over? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I, lo- I love his answer to it because he's just like, I'm having fun with some of my friends. I'm, I'm a musician. I play music. <laughs> That's like what he does, right? It's, it's great. So and he's like, if you don't like it, then fuck off. <laughs> but if you do like it, come along, right? That's so great. Um, so there's another side project that uh, Mike Durnt was a part of called mm-hmm. The Frustrators. Okay. Uh, very like far off kind of from the... typical green day sound because it was only mike and just playing bass yeah and another one but um i don't think i have a year for when these guys came out but um just another one that they're a part of Mm -hmm. so another one oh my god yeah that's a lot pinhead gunpowder so these are incredible band names so good right (laughs) so cool these could all be like just good like song titles too right so um billy joe again with the road manager this started in 1991 so this was the first uh, side project that they did okay um so yeah it's one of the earliest ones that they started 1991 again pinhead gunpowder just a single release and then their last release was in 2008 when they put something out okay. it's still pretty crazy right yeah 100 percent. so this one was just cool last one or second last one um the cover-ups so this is again formed in 2018 this is just for billy joe and mike Dernt. yeah basically they're just a cover band <laughs> they just go to bars and what? yeah and just play small clubs or block parties or small places and just no way yeah call themselves the cover-ups usually just like unannounced that's so cool yeah oh my god imagine being at one of these bars and essentially green day just yeah, shows up that's right? so cool so the last one, which I found really cool, which was, I remember hearing one time that like, I don't know where it was, if it was an interview or if it was in like the bullet in a Bible, like DVD release mm-hmm. that I definitely had and watched a lot. If it was an interview with him where Billy Joe was like, if I wasn't doing this type of music, mm-hmm. I would be into country. Really? Yeah. That's so shocking. Yeah. He would be like, he would, if he wasn't uh super famous or like you know famous punk rock he would just do country music and like be a soccer coach what and for his like for his daughter i think just like a dad that's so interesting coach. i can kind of imagine his voice as doing country songs well good news is that you can hear it no way so um 1958 okay the everly brothers album songs our daddy taught us okay it was apparently a big inspiration into for billy joe and and just like hearing his uh, just a new sound right so he would listen to um he said he would listen to it like every morning uh so this is an interview he had in 2013 uh so he said i thought it would be cool to remake the record because i thought it was some sort of obscure thing that more people should know about it but because the original album was two brothers he wanted to do it with a woman singer so his wife suggested that he reach out to Nora Jones, the jazz yeah. pop musician. So together, they actually redid the album called Foreverly. Yeah. And it's just Billy Joe and Nora Jones. 
if you search it, it's there, and you can see it. You can listen wow. to it. Wow. Sing like this old like '50s country album. I'm gonna listen to that later today. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to. It's pretty interesting. Wow. So that is Green Day. That was like an entire show's worth. That's yeah, right. Wild. They had so <laughs> much, and like I, I knew they had some like side things going on, but like when you think about those mm-hmm. plus what green day has already put out yeah so much music and it also makes me wonder like so obviously like one of those bands is a cover band the other one was remaking an entire album and stuff but mm-hmm. for green day and then the rest of the bands that are producing their own individual songs is there ever a time that that billy joe mm-hmm. isn't writing yeah i know right like what the hell yeah. take a break man busy Jeez Louise. Busy. But that also makes me think about how many like of your favorite bands that just are sitting on piles totally. of unreleased oh, music. Oh, that's a really good point. Shout out Frank Ocean. White Ferrari by Frank Ocean. Yeah. So his brother, Frank Ocean's brother, rest in peace, um, was re- really active on his subreddit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I swear to God, he, he listened to a hundred different versions of White Ferrari. Really? Yeah. Before? And before he released it. And he's like, he didn't even release my favorite one. No way. It's like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that'll ever get released. No. No, you don't think so? No, Frank is just giving up on music. He doesn't care anymore. He's too busy making penis rings. (laughs) Seriously, he launched a designer brand jewelry thing and a a ring cost you $2,000 for just like this shit ring. Yeah, it's all in designer things. He's just giving up on music and the fans. Wowie, what a career turn. Yeah. (laughs) So okay. that was that was Green Day. That was Green Day. In okay. a nutshell. Um, mine are not going to be nearly as thorough as what that was. <laughs> but also, to be fair, that was a band that had seven side projects. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. So uh, the first one I'm going to get into is the Postal Service, mm-hmm. which I'm sure most people are aware of um, because of one song specifically. And this is the song that I was going to name as like my like song that, that you should go and listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Such Great Heights is... If you haven't heard it, you've probably heard it and just didn't know. But uh, I was listening to it this morning at the gym, actually. It's still, it still holds up. It was released in, in 2003, I believe, when they released the album that it was on. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had but, no idea that they were around for that long. Yeah, but so they were around. For, they've been around for a long time, but they haven't really done very much, if, mm. that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So the Postal Service is consisting of uh, the, the singer from Death Cab for Cutie, uh, Ben Gibbard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not butchering this name. Uh, Jimmy Tamborello, who is the producer. So it's it, it's it's sort of Ben and Jimmy's project. This is sort of their brainchild. And they also had Jenny Lewis as background vocals. She's originally from the band uh, Rilo Kylie. That's where she's originally mm-hmm. from. So it's kind of cool because they the Postal Service got their name from from like a situation so what would happen is jimmy their producer would put together these instrumental parts and and uh you know backing vocals and so on and so on and because of differing schedules with ben gibbard he would have to send these things via the usps over to ben Uh and then from there he would you know, add his parts to it, do a little bit of editing and send it back over there. So, and at the time, like this is in like 2001, 2002, 2003 kind of era. So, um, you know, like the idea of uploading something to like Google drive didn't didn't exist obviously. So kind of at the time, kind of an unorthodox way to, 
create music. So mm-hmm. because of that, having to send this stuff via the USPS, they named their band the Postal Service, which I think is pretty cool. Um, they do only have one album. Well, <laughs> if you go to their Spotify, they have the one album that uh, Such Great Heights is on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album is called Give Up. came yeah. out in 2003. They have since remastered it for the mm-hmm. 10-year anniversary in 2013. They they put out the album again as it is, as a remastered version. And then they also do have an album that they released in 2020, but it's just right. it's just a live, live show. Yeah. Yeah. So technically they only have the one album, but if you go onto their if you go onto their Spotify, you're gonna see three albums. Mm-hmm. Um and then I believe it was in 2013, Ben Gibbard announced that we're not going to be like, we're dispersing. Mm. We're not going to be a thing anymore, which, you know, it, it is what it is because he obviously had his hands full in death cab for cutie who yeah. I will say as well. They're not my favorite band in the world, but they, I will follow you into the dark is my favorite yeah. song in the world. I have those, I have some of those lyrics tattooed on me. 1000% favorite song yep. in the world. Seen them live before. I think in 2009 I went to nice. see them, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Big fan. So, um, yeah, sort of a short-lived thing in a way. I mean, I guess they lasted about 10 years only releasing one album. But mm-hmm. um, that song is is kind of an iconic song, one of, those, one of those ones that if you haven't heard it, like I said, you've probably heard it. You yeah. Just, yeah. So go check it out. Such Great Heights. The album is called Give Up. The band is called The Postal Service. And, uh, yeah, you won't be disappointed. Sweet. Okay, you're up. Okay. Next one I have. <clears throat> when do you want to get into Blink? Because obviously, like this is something we can both go back and forth into. Yeah. Uh, I'm well. Okay. Let's each do one more, like sure. obs- yeah, not yeah, obscure, yeah. but let's just do one, one more, and then we'll go into Blink. Okay. Do you have the Wonder Years on your list? No. Oh, oh. I'm so glad you're going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is me doing again searching whatever thing, and for sure. So this is where the album Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties came up. Love that. So good. Yeah. So Holy good. Shit. So the lead singer of The Wonder Years basically comes up with this character, the storyline about, again, Midwest. Mm -hmm. But, like, just guy going through a shitty relationship, divorce, and just, like, the lyrics, the songs, they're just so good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's an album that you really need to just, like, sit down, like, alone and listen to. Um, But, man, I I gave the full thing a listen. It was just fantastic. So he's got this whole, like, storyline. There's I think there's a couple albums that he has for Aaron West in the early 20s, but it's based off Dan Campbell's life, Mm -hmm. like, real-life stories and situations. So, but just the way it's written is just, it's so good. Have you listened to any of it? I have. Not, not, I haven't listened to things, like, in full albums Mm -hmm. worth, uh, but there's a handful of songs here and there that I've dabbled into that I really enjoy. And I will say as well, before you continue, Dan Campbell in general with his stuff with the Wonder Years mm-hmm. is excellent at writing concept albums. Yeah. He is a phenomenal writer. <clears throat> continue. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's all. <laughs> that's it. I don't have any other like stats or yeah, no, anything okay. for it, but just like it is a good branch off from the Wonder Years. Yeah. And it's just like, it's such a, it's such a powerful project yeah and uh full disclosure as well we we i think are planning on doing a wonder years episode in the nearish future Mm -hmm. because they have i mean it's not that recent anymore they released it a little while ago but they came up with a documentary leading up to their their newest album yeah we just haven't been able to find a way to watch the documentary yeah because i thought i thought you were lying when you said there's a documentary coming out but then the youtube trailer literally says documentary trailer 100 percent so we just need to find a way to where is it (laughs) i like i tried i just i don't know where it is so if you know and want to let us know 
Hop on our Discord and tell us. <laughs> Please. Okay, so last one for me, and then we'll go into the Blink stuff. Yeah. Um, I know you and I have talked about modern baseball before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say, I was thinking about this earlier. I think in present day, even though the, even though modern baseball isn't around anymore, mm. or they're on hiatus is what, in 2017, that's what they said, and they've just never come back. Um <laughs> I think modern baseball is in present day one of I, one of my like top three favorite bands. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I, I would say Blink is kind of like the all time great, mm-hmm. but in in present day, I would say it's Neck Deep and Modern Baseball. Those mm-hmm. are my those are my two favorites that I listen to all the time today. But, anyways, there's a side project of Modern Baseball, and this is sort of a gray area because we talked about before how um, a band that forms because of a of a previous right. band not working out and is that kind of like no pressure as well um are they is the story so far i think the story so far is still a band okay i just thought there were some like weird sexual assault allegations i don't know that could be its whole episode yeah too. no kidding unfortunately <laughs> um but so with this band the band is called slaughter beach dog mm-hmm. and um it is featuring two of the members two of the four members originally from modern baseball however the reason why this counts is because they Slaughter Beach Dog started in 2014, which was when Modern Baseball was still around. So mm. even though Modern Baseball yeah. is no longer, right? Slaughter uh, Slaughter Beach Dog started uh, when they were still around. So Fair. the name of the band Slaughter Beach Dog sounds very aggressive. It's uh-huh. not at all. It's very mellow music. Mm. Um, I would still I don't know if it falls into the emo category like Modern Baseball mm-hmm. did. I would still say it's a rock band. Um, but I was listening to it a ton this morning, even when I was at the gym, Yeah. uh, just like getting myself into the mood for the podcast. Um, so it features, uh, Jake Ewald, who is formerly one of the front mans for modern baseball and Ian Farmer, who was formerly the bass player from modern baseball. So those are the two, uh, members coming over. And then it also has Zach Robbins. He's from the band Superhaven. Um, Adam, uh, God, this freaking last name. <laughs> Uh, Meister Hans, uh, Charlotte Dole. So those are the, the current members. And then Nick Harris from the band All Dogs. He's no longer with the band. He left in, in 2020. But mm. um, yeah, they are very mellow sounding, mm-hmm. um, very chill music. And personally, I this is one we've talked before about how I like very wordy music. Yeah. Jake Ewald is a very wordy writer mm-hmm. um, and doesn't necessarily rely on things having to rhyme to sound good cool which is something that I really enjoy yeah so you'll find a lot of that the, this that kind of stuff if you liked that in modern baseball if you if you haven't listened to modern baseball go and listen to it that style of writing that was in modern baseball came over to slaughter beach dog which mm. you know makes me super happy <clears throat> and then this morning while I was at the gym I was scrolling through just trying to Again, listen to more of their stuff. There, there's a the two songs that I have wrote, written down here as like my my top favorite songs from Slaughter Beach Dog are uh, one of them is called A Modern Lay, mm-hmm. phenomenal song. The things I would do to go see them play that song live, nice, are ridiculous. And then another <laughs> song is called Glowing. Um, yeah, another just kind of mellow song, like I said. But scrolling through um, the music that they've released, they've been around since 2014, so they've released a handful of albums, but. Uh, recently they put out just an acoustic album. It's called live at the cabin and it's just, Hmm. it's just Jake 
playing, you know, uh, an acoustic guitar. He's got vocals. There's a little bit of harmonica going there as well. So I love me a harmonica. We love some harmonica. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he's just playing. I want to say it's like 15 songs. Like it's a pretty long album. Nice. But um, yeah, just live at the cabin, really good, really mellow. Um, and you know, not something you would typically listen to at the gym, but mm-hmm. I was like jamming along to it the whole time and just chilling out. It was Dope. a great way to spend a Friday morning. So um, yeah, check out Slaughter Beach Dog. They're, they're really I will. Good. I will. Should we get into the Blink stuff now? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to start? All right, go ahead. Okay, so um, I think we both probably had written down in our show notes here <laughs> something about Boxcar Racer. Yeah. Which was the, as far as I'm aware at least, the original side project yeah. of Blink. And it featured uh, Tom DeLong, Travis Barker, David Kennedy, and then the bass player was Anthony Celestino. Mm-hmm. Um, they formed in 2001. It was sort of Tom DeLonge's brainchild. Yeah. And it was, uh, and correct me on any of this if, if I'm wrong or, or if you have some, mm-hmm. some stuff to add, but it, my understanding is Tom DeLonge created this because he wanted to release some stuff that didn't necessarily fit the brand of yeah. Blink. Yeah. So some stuff that was a little bit more serious, mm-hmm. a little bit more dark, had some more like punk rock elements yeah. as opposed to, you know, like Blink has said before, their stuff, especially their early stuff, they considered it like adult nursery rhymes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that's not the case with Boxcar Racer. They they only released the one album. Yes. Um, the the song, I'm not sure what this, if you have one off the top of your head that's like your go-to song. For me, it's the song There Is. Feel So. Feel So, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think Feel So uh, and... And there is, I think those were the two singles. Yeah. The album itself is really good. Yeah. Like check out the whole album. So good. There is. Yeah. So my first band you yeah. know, on our introductory episode, 2008. Yeah. We covered that song. Of course you did. We covered that song. <laughs> it was so great. And I like had to learn the, like the. The marching drum. Yeah. Kind of snare. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I remember, I remember that song, playing that song like so many times. Yeah, so, and I, lo- I still love "There Is" too. Yeah, totally. Um, that that song brings me back to a time of like doing home or trying to do homework in my room when I lived at my mm-hmm. dad's in high school, and not doing the homework because I would get up and start lip syncing to "There right. Is" and being all angsty and emotional. Yeah, and then the song went in, and I just push play Repeat. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd go for it again. So funny. Yeah, we and they. Uh, the, my cousin and the other vocalist um, tried to do like harmonies for it, mm-hmm. which actually sounded pretty good. But like because we played it so much and like we sang with those harmonies, mm-hmm. like I will still sing the song with like a different <laughs> harmony to the to the chorus. Yeah. Like in present day, if you hear yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. That's great. Um, so but that album is just like it's just such a perfect mixture of like emo post hardcore yeah. and punk yeah. it's just it's it's so good yeah so it's, it's actually a shame we never got another album yeah um and tom delong you know what like you'll hear some of the inspirations in angels and airwaves a little bit mm-hmm. and and tom has even said in in an interview before that he considers angels and airwaves to be sort of like a a predi- not it's predecessor the right word or continuation of boxcar right so you'll hear some of the elements a little bit Mm -hmm. in uh in angels and airwaves but i think in my opinion at least i think you'll hear a lot of influence from boxcar in the blink self-titled or untitled album totally yeah i feel like that one really kind of helped morph 100 percent 
it like morphed Blink a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Because when you go and listen to like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket or Enema of the State mm-hmm. or anything, if you go and listen to those and then go and listen to the untitled album, yeah. Big jump in terms of development, like yes. musically and writing and, and so on and so on. But yeah, I, I think I don't know if the untitled album comes out the way it does if if Boxcar does hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. But yeah. Hot take, mm-hmm. not now. Their greatest song. Well, man, their that's, greatest song. I agree. That's a hot take. Yeah. Myself, my brother, and there's one other guy. Uh, I believe I could have this wrong. Mm-hmm. Joe from Chief State. Yeah. Who's a who's a buddy of mine. Um, I believe he said that's his favorite song from yeah. Blink of all time as well. I feel the same way. Dom feels the same way. I'm so happy that you feel the same <laughs> way. But a lot of people haven't heard that song. Oh. Like it's yeah. a pretty unknown song yeah. in the big in the big scheme. Yeah, of things, you know what I mean. In the the popular music world, but like in the pop punk, hopefully that is like people's top song because it's absolutely Blink's greatest song, hands down. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing, however, with Boxcar is, uh, again, at least from my understanding, is this sort of started like Mark Hoppus was a little uncomfortable with Boxcar. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that, I, I mean, I understand he was he was the one that was kind of left out. This was right. Tom and Travis's project with some other people. Right. Mark was eventually brought on to to feature vocally on one of the songs, mm-hmm. um, but this sort of rolled into the era of Blink's breakup. Yeah. And I don't have any like one hundred percent confirmation of this, but it wouldn't be that <laughs> far of a stretch to say that this kind of this helped things along the way in terms Mm -hmm. of their breakup yeah so that's when plus 44 comes right it's Mm -hmm. after this first initial breakup then we see the release of plus 44 Mm -hmm. and that album so again this is like we're getting into is it a side project is it just whatever but still it's an important album to talk about because just for like the specific like emo pop punk Mm -hmm. Man, it's a good album. It's a phenomenal God album. Off the top of your head, album. is this too putting you on the spot too much if I ask you if do you have like a favorite Baby, song come on and no, it isn't. No, it isn't. We mm. are on the same page. <laughs> Little Death is also a really good oh, song. Oh, shit. Little Death, and, right. Uh, what's that? Is it called 155 or 155? Yeah. That's another one that I really like All, as well. all the fucking songs. They're yeah. just so good. Literally yeah. all so good. But yeah, um, Little Death, I forgot that one. Really good song. Fuck, so good. Have you heard the acoustic version of Baby, Come On? Didn't know there was an acoustic version. Pop goes acoustic. Oh. You know the pop goes punk? Yeah, yeah. Punk goes pop albums? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this punk goes acoustic and Baby Come On is on one of them. Who and plays it, it? it? Tom. Mark. No way. Yeah, Mark plays it. Yeah. I was going to say Tom does Tom? it? No. <laughs> yeah, no, Mark. It's so good. Very cool. Yeah, that was actually the first iteration of the song that I heard. Really? Yeah, it was the acoustic version. Wow, just, very cool. Oh, weird. But, yeah, fuck, that album is just so good. Yeah. Um, and then the other side of that, because obviously plus 44 is, uh, Mark and Travis. And then uh, I should have looked up who the other, who else was in the band. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Um, but on the other side of things, Tom then formed, uh, angels and airwaves, which mm-hmm. as we talked about is sort of a continuation of boxcar. But again, you'll hear some of the inspiration a little bit, but I think it's more lyrically than musically because mm-hmm. angels and airwaves is very, you know, for lack of a better term, like kind of spacey, very yeah. reliant on effects. Still mm-hmm. has, uh, you know, their their instruments and stuff. So it's still a full band project, but you're gonna hear a lot of a lot of computerized, yeah, a lot of computerized sounds. effects, hundred yeah. percent. And 
uh, again, maybe putting you on the spot, do you have like a favorite Angels and Airways See, song? that like I really didn't actually get into Angels and Airways that much because yeah. of the computerized things because I was very much a purist mm-hmm. when I was like 14 years old. <laughs> and also just being so angsty and listening to uh, No It Isn't and yeah. like, Yo, when Mark said, let's slit her wrist and burn down something beautiful, I felt that. <laughs> or, uh, and I, to this, my opinion of this, like, still stands in present day. Mm-hmm. In No, It Isn't, yeah. the lyrics, the past is only the future with the lights on. Oh, yes. So I think that's the best line that Mark has ever written. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm the same way. I never got sued. There's a hand, there's a handful of songs here and there by angels and airwaves mm-hmm. that i that i enjoy but i was never super into angels no, and airwaves. me neither everybody knows the adventure yeah that's like the one there's, an, there's a pretty good acoustic version of yeah. that as well yeah but yeah no in that like that computerized effects era it, and just those types of music really just kind of steered me away from a lot of the newer releases mm-hmm. that were happening around not necessarily around that time but like as in the later 2000s, probably like 2010s is really where there was a big shift in the pop punk like sound yeah. to it. And that's really where that's why I kind of took like a big break from it after. Because like, um, you know, Mark and because this is on your list, too. It's on my list, too. Um, Mark and uh, what's his name? Alex. From, oh, Simple Creatures. Yeah, Simple Creatures. Mm-hmm. I, just, I couldn't. I so I I have that on my list and I, there's I mean there are a few songs I actually have their vinyl my old roommate uh, got me got me one of their vinyls as a as a birthday present one That's year cool. but yeah um, the song that I have written down by them is called One Little Lie mm-hmm. like they do have like a few good songs kind of thing I'm again the same way like um, it is what it is I I think not necessarily my issue with Simple Creatures but a lot of the Simple Creature songs could be present day all-time low songs right with, with how they sound and that's you know take that take that as it is or, or however you will like, yeah I, I think i mean i'm one of those people that probably thinks that all-time low's best stuff is unfortunately behind them same um and that's 100%. not i don't really want i don't want that to be a shot at them by any means because i'll still listen to, there's a there's some other newer stuff that i that i like mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't. Cr- I don't listen to present day. No, not low. really. You know what I mean? Like, no. I used to be really excited about about all time low releases, and I'm just not really. Angry. Yeah, it just doesn't. Um, unfortunately, they had their uh, a couple years ago was like the I think it was the 10 year anniversary of uh, with the album Nothing Personal. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed that because that I really enjoyed that album originally when yep. it came out, but. With the the present day stuff, if you go and listen to that, and then go and listen to Simple Creatures, nice. very comparable yeah. in the way that it sounds, like not just lyrically, but also in the way that it sounds. But on the other side of that, it's it sounds very experimental for Mark. Mm. I I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think in anything that Mark features on or would write really sounds like what Simple yeah. Creatures sounds like. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so fair. I think it's it's kind of cool in that way, and I think it's really cool that those two of all people got together because you have Mark Hoppus, one of the people that's considered to be one of the pillars of yeah. the genre with Alex Gasgarth, who is the front man of one of the bands yeah. who had, who became, you know, one also of the pioneered, a lot also of the, pioneered a lot of the genre. So yeah. I think it's really cool to see them collab. And, uh, you know, I think Alex and Mark's relationship doesn't just start with simple creatures. Like mm-hmm. it goes back farther than that. Yeah. I know Alex has said in an interview before that, 
Mark Hoppus said to their entire band that he thinks that the way that they're coming up and, and the way that they're going through their music scene, they're doing it the right way. Mm. So I think Mark Hoppus to All Time Low and to Alex Gathscarth, Gathscarth oh my God, <laughs> to, and to Alex from All Time Low, uh-huh. I think their relationship is, is really important and, yeah. really, and really good. Um, but yeah, I feel the same way. Like their music isn't, it's not. It just, it just didn't hit. Yeah. And like, because of with all those things that you said in the past, like expectations, I feel would be a lot higher for yeah. an album with that, with those two caliber people. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, people, some people like it. It's good. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I'm not by any means saying it's bad. It's just, you know, I just don't really listen to it that mm-hmm. much. Um, I don't know if, if you have more bands that you want to go into. I do want to quickly shout out again to our discord. Uh, one of the members in our discord, uh, Mr. Pop Punk. I, I, I threw in there like, hey, we're going to be uh, recording an episode mm-hmm. uh, talking about some side projects if anybody has any that they want to throw in there. So he gave me uh, or gave us a bunch. He talk, uh, no Pressure, which we've talked about yeah, before. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah but it's uh, oh, such a good album. Really good. Well, they've released and they've released a two EP or no, I think it's one EP. Yeah, one EP and then the full And the full album. length. Uh, it's all really good. Uh, no Pressure, Rationale, Thief Club. Uh, that was one I was going to mention. Thief, Thief Club. Club. Yeah, oh, that's right that's Nick from All Time Low. Nick from All Time Low. Yeah. Who's Nick? Sorry, Nick from Hit the Lights. Oh, okay. Nick from Hit the Lights. <laughs> Very cool. That's Thief Nick Club. from Hit the Lights. Yeah, he was the 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 new frontman when they originally lost their their frontman yeah. first, but um yeah. Cool. That was I like I like that band. <laughs> Insight, brother. <laughs> Uh, what else is on here? Me first in the Gimme Gimmies. I didn't know that they were a side project. I don't know what they're a side project of. I've never heard of them before. Oh, I know them as like, as like a cover band. They do this really cool, like pop punk cover of, um, what's it? Take Me Home Country Road. Oh, sick. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, and then the last one here that I'll name, uh, as some of the ones that Mr. Pop Punk gave us, Speak Low If You Speak Love, who that is a side project, sort of. That's Ryan Scott Graham of State Champs. Oh, sweet. And I saw him live oh, as, really? as Speak Low If You Speak Love. And like I completely forgot about I saw I don't remember who he opened for. He was playing at the Vogue, uh-huh. open for somebody. And I remember saying with my friend Gabby that I went to go see whoever we were seeing with. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Like this, this oh, guy yeah. was phenomenal. And then I listened to some of their stuff on the drive home and, and, and really liked it and then just kind of forgot about it. Oh, right. And you so, didn't know who he was until hundred percent. And then, nice. uh, yeah, when that popped up in our discord, I looked him up and yeah, so I was the guy from state champ. So that's nice. really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Last one that I really like is from citizen. Okay. And it's Matt. Karakis? I don't know. How Matt Karekis. Matt Karekis. Thank you so much. Yeah. I had no fucking Love idea. Love Matt Karekis. No idea how to pronounce his name. Matt I mean, Karekis. I could be saying that wrong too. Oh, no. I think it, I, I've always said it as Matt Karekis. Okay. But I think. Kierkes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know English. But anyway. Yeah. His stuff. So good. So good. Yeah. Just recently put out an album too. Oh, did he? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to look at. Talk for a sec so I can, so I can look it up. Well, I'm going to look it up too. <laughs> oh, so. What was that to do there? Matt Kareckis. That makes Matt Kareckis? Uh So the latest, latest album is called Nova. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff. Are there uh, singles on there? Uh, are there singles on there? Or some of the singles? No? Okay. Because that 2020 or 20 Star Star, I really like that song. Yeah. Um, how, how much of, of him have you listened to? Uh, Really the, the popular two songs like Direction and... Go listen to the album, the entire album, uh, Ruby. 
Okay. Super good. Uh, he has a song Diamonds. That's mm. he. So he doesn't sound okay. This I, I need to preface this a little bit, or or you just need to bear with me because this is mm-hmm. going to sound a little egregious at first. The song Diamonds makes him sound like uh, Freddie Mercury. Okay. His, he doesn't sound like Freddie Mercury in general. Yeah. I said Freddie Krueger. <laughs> um, like his voice doesn't sound like that, but his voice in the song Diamonds sounds very much like Freddie Mercury. But ah. this entire album, I'm going through. I have, I think, every almost every song on the album I have in my Spotify like liked songs. Yeah. Um, go listen to the song. I, for, in my recommendation from that album, I'm going to say the song Hawthorne and Spider Silk. Okay. Those are my two favorites, but the whole album is phenomenal. Yeah. The newest album, Nova, really good. Um, and the album, I know this one's like a pretty popular album for the people that really are really into Matt Karekas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luna and the Wild Blue Everything. Mm. That's another really good one. So I cannot recommend him enough. I'm a huge fan. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. I like a- side projects are fun. Yeah. And there's so many other bands that have like different side projects too. Totally. Cool. And the thing that I think is really cool about side projects is it's just sort of like in the way that what Boxcar, Boxcar was for Tom. Like it's, it's a, a different way for you to express yourself a little bit. It yeah. doesn't have to be a negative thing or, yeah. or it doesn't have to be like a line in the sand with your current band. Mm-hmm. It's just another avenue. Yeah. Especially like, I mean, when you silo yourself into such a specific genre mm-hmm. and, and era, like any deviation from that, there's always going to be some sort of flack or kickback that, you know, the audience gets where it's like, this isn't what you normally put out. That's why I really like bands like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> Because they put out, I think within the last month, they put out five albums. What? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Or within the last, at least this year, but within this last month, it's been like at least three, which is crazy. That's kind so of like up. So <laughs> the thing with them is that if you don't like their newest album, just wait a couple weeks and yeah. then just try the <laughs> new one. A couple weeks. <laughs> Legit. Like, yeah. so funny. So yeah, no, it's cool when they just like, yeah, they put out so much music. It's crazy. Very cool. Uh, is that a good place to wrap up? I think. I think so. Yeah, cool. So if if any of the listeners or viewers, if you're watching on uh, on YouTube or wherever, mm-hmm. if you guys have anything, any suggestions for other side projects, again, come follow us on social media, join the Discord, throw them in there. Uh, the Discord's become like a really, I mean, again, there's only like four or five or six of us in there or whatever but, but it's active yeah it's active it's it's a safe like comfortable environment like come hang out we chat about about whatever we just you know just we'll play video games together yeah gamers we'll glory is eventually gonna overwatch come back. yeah we will call of duty outer wilds which nice. isn't a multiplayer game but no everybody go play outer Wilds. everybody <laughs> wants to play Warzone too because uh-huh. that one's coming out my computer can't run that though so i'll just watch my xbox can barely run it that's perfect yeah <laughs> so yeah come join the discord uh follow us on socials if you go to any of our socials you'll find the the link tree yeah link That'll take you to anywhere else you want to find us. If you go there on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, it'll take you everywhere, including our Discord. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, follow us on socials. Come hang out in the Discord. And do you have anything else to add? That's it. Cool. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Catch you. There you go.